Hi. Hi, Canada. Happy Election Day. Hello, Canada. Happy Election Day. I just would like to take a moment and really apologize. A few weeks ago, I made a video on what it's like to date across the Canadian political spectrum. I said in it that conservatives were the hottest, NDPs had the best personalities, and liberals had the best hair. I would like to retract these statements and take responsibility for what I said. The Rhinoceros Party of Canada, they are significantly hotter than the conservatives. They are significantly more charming than the NDP, and they have way better hair than the liberals. Now that I have retracted my statement um, and apologized to the Rhinoceros Party of Canada, I'm ready to talk about my favorite political party in Canada, the Rhinoceros Party. The final question the Ronald McDonald Task Force asked young unemployed Canadians was, of course, do you have any spare change? No, they said, but we'd sure like some. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the very best reason to vote Rhino on September 4th, for the change. That was a program by the Rhinoceros Party. The Party's 1984 is a series of programs by the federal political parties presented in time made available by the CBC. Believe it or not, Canada's joke party, their satirical party of Canada called the Rhinoceros Party is a real registered political party in Canada. You can find it on the Elections Canada website. It's a real party. It's also Canada's eighth largest party. It's to celebrate the Canadian election and to lift all of our spirits because I think they need to be lifted. It's getting really hard to just like wake up every day <laughs> during this fourth wave, especially if you're in Alberta. Like, am I depressed or am I just in Alberta? Am I depressed or is Jason Kenney still the premier? Am I depressed or has our healthcare system just collapsed? Anyways, the rhinoceros party. We're not talking about that. This is escapism. This is fun. This is the rhinoceros party time. So I never really knew anything about rhinos. I kind of got them mixed up with hippos for a second last night when I was researching this. Hippos are really mean, but I think the rhinoceroses are just like quiet, kind animals. I know that rhinos killed James and the Giant Peach's parents, and I know that their ivory's worth a lot of money, but I don't really know much about them. And so we're going to get into the Rhinoceros Party of Canada, why they're called that, their history. Oh, before I begin, I just would like to apologize for anything I say in French. My French accent is more cringy than Stephen Harper speaking French. Et euh, c'est euh, euh, la réalité euh, quand je par le Parlement revient. En... I take full responsibility for that and I'm sorry. In the most Canadian way, I am so sorry. So the Rhinoceros Party first was created in the 1960s to the 1990s and then it made a comeback in 2007. Um, it operates within the tradition of political satire and the Rhinoceros Party's basic credo, their, their so-called primal promise, is a promise to keep none of our promises. Uh, the Rhino Party was started in 1963 by Jacques Ferrin. Uh, he was born in 1921 and unfortunately passed away in 1985 from a heart attack. He was a Canadian doctor and author and just like such an extremely interesting person. Um, his mother died when he was just 10 years old. Uh, he became a doctor and in World War II in November of 1943, he enrolled in the Canadian Army as a medic. 
and received acceptance in June 1945. He trained in British Columbia and Ontario, and after that was sent to Quebec and New Brunswick as a medic. In 1949, he moved to Long... I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, French people. I'm so fucking sorry. I grew up in Alberta. I, I'm sorry. Anyways, he moved to Longueville, Quebec, and he wrote his first book there called Le Ogre, and that was published. And then he lived among working class people that lived there too in those years, and he'd offer his services for free. He refused to be paid. This was not in the name of charity, according to Wikipedia, but rather in solidarity. Um, his giving was politically motivated, and he understood that his training as a doctor was paid for by the misery that the Francophone working class was experiencing at the time. Wow. In 1954, he became a member of the board of the Canadian Peace Congress, and in 1959, he helped in the foundation of the magazine Situations. In 1960, with the help of Raoul Wa, I know that Roy is pronounced Wa in French because I know a lady with Wa as a last name. So... In 1960, with the help of Raoul Wa, he created La Action Socialiste pour l'Independence du Québec, which was like the Independence Party of Quebec. Quebec loves separatist parties. They love it. I should go to Quebec. I want to go. In 1962, he received the Governor General Award for the French fiction for his book Comte du Pays Incerté. And in 1963, he founded the Parti Renaissance, which he described as an intellectual guerrilla party. In 1969, he became a member of the Parti Québécois. And in 1985, he passed away in his home in St. Lambert, Quebec at age 64. And I just want to say rest in peace to Jock. You've brought so much happiness and um, criticism in a satirical way two Canadians for so long through your creation of the Rhinoceros Party. The Catholic Church accused him of being a communist once, so I'm, I don't know what his religion was, but I'm not going to pray to him, but shout out to you. If you're like me, you wondered, you've wondered, why is the Rhinoceros Party called the Rhinoceros Party? Also, why wouldn't it be called the House Hippo Party? Remember the House Hippo commercials as kids? It's nighttime in a kitchen just like yours. All is quiet. Or is it? The North American House Hippo. I believed it. And it was an ad about not believing everything you see on TV. And they explained that in the ad, but I didn't understand that. <laughs> there has to be people out there that thought the House Hippo was real. It ate crumbs from peanut butter on toast. And the crumbs from peanut butter on toast. They built so the Rhinoceros Party of Canada is called the Rhinoceros Party of Canada because the party claimed to be spiritual descendants of Cacareco, a Brazilian rhinoceros who was elected member of St. Paul's City Council in 1958. And they listed Cornelius I, a rhinoceros from the Grand Granby Zoo, east of Montreal, as its leader. It declared that the rhinoceros was an appropriate symbol for a political party, since politicians by nature are thick-skinned, slow-moving, dim-witted, can move fast as hell when in danger, and have... <laughs> large hairy horns growing out of the middle of their faces some members of the rhino party would call themselves marxist lenists um but only as a parody of the communist party of canada they mean marxist leninists as in a reference to groucho marx who was one of america's greatest comedians and john lennon of the beatles 
1980, they actually got 1% of the Canadian popular vote, which is extremely high considering they're a joke. <laughs> and they've actually gotten in second and third several times. Um, <laughs> I really hope one of them wins one day. Brian Gold of the Rhinoceros Party described the party platform is two feet high and made of wood. My platform is the one I'm standing on, he said. In the 1988 election, the Rhinoceros Party ran a candidate named John Turner in the same <laughs> riding as liberal leader John Turner and received 760 votes. Penny Hoare, a safe sex activist, distributed condoms in Toronto while running under the slogan, politicians screw you, protect yourself. So I'm just going to go through some of their campaign promises. I'm obsessed with the Rhino Party and it was so much fun looking through these promises. <laughs> so their 1984 campaign. Um, the economy, the Rhinoceros Party pledges to eliminate small businesses and replace them with very small businesses, having less than one employee. They want to repeal the law of gravity. They want to provide higher education by making schools taller. They want to institute English, French, and illiteracy as Canada's three official languages. They want to tear down the Rocky Mountains so that the Albertans could see the Pacific sunset. <laughs> Make Montreal the Venice of North America by damming the St. Lawrence River. Abolishing the environment because it's too hard to keep clean and takes up too much space. They want to end crime by abolishing all laws. They'd like to turn St. Catherine Street in Montreal into the longest bowling alley ever. They want to amend Canada's Freedom of Information Act. Nothing is free anymore. Canadians should have to pay for their own information. Selling the Senate of Canada at an antique auction in California. <laughs> okay, so this is one of my favorite things that they did. They declared war on Belgium because a Belgian cartoon character, Tintin, killed a rhinoceros in one of its cartoons. But they offered to call off the proposed Belgium-Canada war if Belgium delivered a case of mussels and a case of Belgian beer to rhinoceroses' hindquarters in Montreal. And my favorite part about this is that the Belgian embassy in Ottawa did in fact actually do this, which I just think is so amazing. They want to change Canada's currency to bubblegum so it could be inflated or deflated at will. Rhinoceros Party 2.0 was created in Montreal on May 21st, 2006, and it's recognized by Elections Canada as being eligible for registration on August 16th, 2007. Um, it was officially a political party on August 23rd, 2007, and it is the successor, obviously, of the original Rhinoceros Party of Canada. Uh, currently, the party is led by Sebastian Corvu, who uses the name Sebastian Corino. Again, the new party still promises, just like its predecessor, not to keep any of its promises if elected. And they're still up to all the same tricks. In October 2019, the Rhino Party ran a guy named Maxime Bernier in Maxime Bernier's riding just to troll. The Supreme Dealer, aka the leader of the party, they, they don't have a leader, they call him the Supreme Dealer, uh, said that he found him on Facebook. Guess the Supreme Leader of the Rhino Party searched long and hard for a Bernier of his own, sending messages to at least 70 people with the name before Facebook blocked him for a suspicious activity. The Rhino Party in general just fascinates me so much because if anyone knows the history, I've, I've been trying to find the history of satirical parties. Any kind of healthy democracy in the world has satirical parties as part of their politics. Um, they serve a very interesting purpose that's a lot more nuanced than I think we know. 
or do we know? The current leader, the Supreme Dealer, is hilarious. His bio on the Rhinoceros Party <laughs> website. They also have an amazing merch section, actually. Like, I don't know how much money they have, but they have amazing merch. At age 22, Sebastian traveled to the Yukon, visiting the West Edmonton Mall on the way up. He was then amazed of how big and beautiful it was and still is. West Edmonton Mall is a big, tough, real, and purely Canadian artifact and an example on how to build a strong Canada. That experience made him want to become Prime Minister of Canada. I just love that he says that the West Edmonton Mall is what made him want to become Prime Minister. It is truly inspiring. When I was 14, I used to think I was going to get married on the West Edmonton Mall boat. Like, I thought that that would be iconic. It's a real, it's the actual Christopher Columbus Santa Maria perfect replica in West Edmonton Mall. If, in case you ever are wondering, that's a fun fact from me in Edmontonian. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's this episode of the Bimbo Podcast. I had so much fun recording this one. I hope you get out to vote. I hope you get out to vote safely. Be careful of the coronavirus. It's everywhere. Um, um, and maybe cast a vote for the rhinoceros party. Okay, thanks you guys. Bye.